Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's bring medicine, modern medicine, to Costa Rica. GoFundMe.com slash Costa Rican eads meds that's g-o-f-u-n-d-m-e dot c-o-m slash c-o-s-t-a-r-i-c-a-n-e-e-d-s-m-e-d-s bring modern medicine to costa rica it's a fantastic fantastic piece of business alex martin joins us and uh metro md is wanting to expand their services to the newly acquired property in Uvita, Costa Rica. Many travelers are fooled by the beautiful beaches, serene jungles, and never come to realize the people of this beautiful country have very limited access to health care, let alone modern medicine. Check out GoFundMe.com slash C-O-S-T-A-R-I-C-A-N-E-E-D-S-M-E-D-S. Jevin Stone is the CEO of Metro MD, and his fiance Erin McLaughlin saw this firsthand during a trip to Costa Rica. During their stay, they brought medications from the U.S. to help local citizens out. One patient that struck their attention was a young boy who had advanced bacterial infection in his leg. He did not know what to do or where to get help. It was striking that this boy would lose his leg without care. A simple antibiotic was all he needed. Check out GoFundMe.com slash Costa Rican Eads Meds. That's G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash C-O-S-T-A-R-I-C-A-N-E-E-D-S-M-E-D-S. And tell them you heard about it here on Transmedia Worldwide. The Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program every afternoon on the network, coast to coast and border to border. Keep up with Jiggy online at JiggyJaguar.com. Welcome back to the big broadcast. 48 minutes after the hour. Michael Connolly from the United States Justice Foundation will be with us here in a few moments. Thanks for tuning in to the Jiggy Jaguar radio program from the KJAG Radio Studios in downtown Hutchinson, Kansas. We are live as live can get each and every Monday through Friday, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 PM Mountain Standard. And of course, 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com on the TuneIn apps and radio loyalty coming soon. The Jiggy Jaguar app. And, of course, uh, our premium podcast is available for $5 a month at JiggyJaguar.info. Selected editions will be available on iHeartRadio and 50-plus AM FM stations. In the Jiggy Jaguar radio network, our telephone number is 267-22-JI-GGY. And uh, Michael Connolly from the United States Justice Foundation joins us live, as he does each and every Friday right around this time. Now, Michael, last night we had uh, the Republican debate, the very first one. Um, What did you think of this? Did they say anything that... uh, you wanted to hear, or uh, give me some of your impressions on this Republican debate. Well, yeah, some of them uh, I thought did very, very well. And in general, the the field was pretty good. They seemed to answer the questions, and they seemed to, uh, uh, you know, stand up for what they believe. You had a few ambush questions, like the one on Donald Trump right at the beginning, and uh, I'm not sure that was exactly fair. But you know, Donald Trump was Donald Trump. <laughs> I, I, when uh, asked about, you know, who I think won, 
I would have a tough time saying that. There were high, really high points. I was proud of my my center, Ted Cruz. Yes. Uh, because I thought he did, did quite well last night. And uh, I've always been partial to Scott Walker. I think he's a, a good guy, a good potential presidential candidate. And uh, Marco Rubio is, is pretty good, too, although he's weak on a few things. But well, I thought everybody did fairly well. Jed Bush, I don't know if he really helped himself or... He didn't come across as, as some of the others. Yes. really stood out to me was yeah. Ben Carson. I mean, you know, here's a guy who's up there with a bunch of professional politicians and basically held his own very well. Yeah, Mr. Carson, I think, did a very good job uh, being up there and kind of kind of being in a debate-style uh, situation. Uh, we, we've talked to a lot of our correspondents and regulars today here in our Friday edition, and a lot of them have the same kind of uh, idea that Fox News was, was sort of out to uh, be the stars of this debate and kind of S-hammer some of the... Uh, some of the debate people, including Donald Trump. Well, what did you think of the way that Fox News handled the debate? Well, I thought that, you know, the questions generally were pretty good, but some of them were clearly ambushed questions. Yes. Some of them got very personal and really didn't deal with the issues that the voters, like me, wanted to hear about. You know, I wanted to hear about their stands on national security and this sort of thing. I don't care if Donald Trump... Uh, Trump calls Rosie O'Donnell a, a fat pig. You know, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, it has no relevance whatsoever. Yeah, and uh, so I thought some of the questions, not just to Trump, but to other people, were a little out of left field, literally. And uh, like one commentator told me today, they said, you know, it sounded like instead of trying to please their audience, uh, the Fox people were trying to please the mainstream media. And uh, so hopefully they le- they learned a lesson, particularly Megyn Kelly. Uh, because I thought that uh, her her question to Trump about you know the relationship with women and this sort of thing was pretty much an ambush shot. And Trump, you know, Trump's Trump. He's going to say what he thinks, and he doesn't care whether people like it or not. And I admire that because I'm pretty much the same way. <laughs> I'm the most politically incorrect person you'll ever meet. I don't like anybody. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, now, now, Michael, uh, do do you think that? Uh, so this is going to be sort of a, a clearing the field moment that 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 we won't see some of the same folks that were in this debate last night. They'll drop out or they'll find something else well, to do. I, I think so. I think we, you know, a couple of them may go down by the wayside. Rand Paul, I, I don't think did himself any good. I don't think he did badly, but I don't think it, uh, I saw any movement in the polls for him at all. And uh, Chris Christie, I think you know he may stay in there. But I don't think he's going to last much longer because he's just got too much baggage when it comes to the conservative voters in the Republican primaries. So I really don't think at this point anybody will, will drop out. I think they'll wait for the next debate and the smoke to clear. Some of the lower-tier candidates may be gone. Uh, I can't see Lindsey Graham staying in much longer. I mean, he, he uh, did okay in the debate yesterday, but he still got like less than 1% of the, in the polls. And uh, Carly Figueroa, now she may be on the top tier uh, in the next debate, which means that she'll have to replace somebody, and that could be Chris Christie or Rand Paul. And uh, so I, I don't think this is going to knock anybody out immediately, but I think there's some of them that are very close on the edge. And if they can't raise money, they can't keep running. That's yeah. That's the bottom line. 
Yeah. We've got uh, Michael Connolly with us today from the United States Justice Foundation. He joins us each and every week uh, around this time as he wraps up our Friday edition with us each and every week. And, uh, Michael, the, the, another big story coming out of this debate, and, and you mentioned it uh, earlier, is the fact that a lot of these people are not saying things that the voters want to hear. Um, what were some of the things that, uh, that, that, pe- that they should have said last night that would have resonated with the American people or at least the, the, the Republican-leaning uh, folks that were watching this debate? Well, I thought that there should have been more discussion about uh, what they were going to do as president to set back and reverse the trend in this country that Obama set of ignoring the Constitution. Yeah. And bypassing Congress. Uh, I think, you know, one of the candidates said that uh, would be to set aside all of the executive orders that Obama's made. Well, that's just fine and good, but I think Ted Cruz, when he went after the leadership in Congress, said something that some of the others should have said, because I think this is what the American people want to hear, particularly the Republican voters. We have a Congress right now that on this Iran treaty is acquiesced to the president, first of all, not calling it a treaty, and sending it to the Senate for ratification, which is clearly necessary under the Constitution. But they've allowed him to not call it a treaty, and so he's not going to send it to the Senate. It's going to go to the House under the, and send it under this agreement for a vote of no. The House can vote it down. The House is not really going to be passing it. The House will just, if they don't want it to, to go into effect, they vote it down. And then they've agreed in contradiction to the uh, clear statements in Article 1, Section 7 of the Constitution, that the president can then veto their negative vote. Now, Article 1, Section 7 says that the president has the right to veto a bill passed by Congress. Any law passed by Congress can be vetoed by the president, and it takes two-thirds of Georgia Beach House to override that veto. There's nothing that says... The president can override a negative veto, that he can override voting down something by Congress. Yet that's exactly what the Republicans have agreed to, the leadership in the House and Senate. And I would really have liked somebody last night to tackle that head on. And I didn't didn't hear any mention of it at all, except like I said, uh, Ted Cruz, who, he, who says that the Republican leadership is betraying the people that elected him. And that to a great extent is true. So I think we need for him to come on, come on harder in the next debate and talk about the Constitution. Let's talk about the constitutional issues out there. Let's talk about the Second Amendment. There was no mention hardly at all of the Second Amendment last night. And I think particularly the veterans out there who are being hammered, and now the people that are on Social Security that are the next target for the administration to be disarmed, I think they want to hear about that. We've got the uh, fantastic, fantastic Michael Connolly with us today from the United States Justice Foundation. 56 minutes after the hour, we're going to cover one more topic here with Michael uh, before we let him go for this week and end our end our radio program for today. Um, Michael, the, uh, the, the big issue now moves to um, how do these guys basically recover from this debate and move forward? Um, any advice to any of these guys or uh, or any ideas they should be implementing? Well, my advice to uh, all of them uh, would be to say more of what the people want to hear about. Like I said, the veterans, they want to hear about their Second Amendment rights. Are they going to protect them? Uh, people in general, 
you know, how they're going to deal with this gun control issue. Are they going to do away, for example, with gun-free zone? Are they going to let the American military start being armed on their own bases? Those are things that ne- nobody mentioned. And those are things that need to be dealt with because those involve national security. They involve the Second Amendment of the Constitution. They involve the Due Process Clause of the Constitution. And in the case of our military, it's life and death. Yeah. And, you know, they we, we lost five of them in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and it, because they were in a gun-free zone. And then we had people in Lafayette, Louisiana, gun down a theater because it was a gun-free zone. And so the you know the philosophy of the, the left is still to disarm the honest American citizen, let the terrorists keep their guns and the criminals keep their guns. I think the uh, people are going to want these candidates to step forward and talk about how they're going to defend the Second Amendment, how they're going to defend the Fourth Amendment, and defend the due process clause of the Constitution, and defend religious liberty. Because there really wasn't a lot about said about that last night either. We've got Michael Connolly with us. Well, I'll tell you, Michael, you, you're 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 doing some uh, that that actually that is that is some sage advice, my friend. So uh, it is it is one thing we'll have to see if they uh, if if they press this at the next debate. But uh, Michael, thanks for being on with us today, and we'll talk to you next week, sir. Sounds good. Take Appreciate care. it. Thank you, man. Check out Michael's website, the United States Justice Foundation. We've got a link to it on our website at jiggychegwire.com. That is that. Taking a break. A bag of ball. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.